Hey guys, we're back here with episode 8 of the Distant Discussions podcast, and of course, I'm here with Catherine. Hi guys. And today we have conflict resolution in a long distance relationship. I'll let Catherine take that. Mm-hmm. So the topic for today, as Sebastian mentioned, is conflict resolution. But to start off, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be in a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. But that's what we'll be talking about because that's currently the situation we're in. Mm-hmm. So to start off, I feel like Sebastian and I don't really have severe conflicts. I don't think we have really bad arguments. Or would you have to disagree? I don't think so. Cause I don't think we've ever been like a shouting match ever in our relationship. Yeah, but I feel like a bad argument doesn't necessarily mean like shouting. No, no, no. I get that. But... I think the worst it has come to is maybe, like, going quiet for a little bit, but it's not nearly as, like, avoiding each other completely. Okay, I feel like him and I had more issues when we were friends compared to when we were dating, but the one thing that kind of, like, another thing that kind of kept me from dating Sebastian was his communication skills. I think they've improved since then, but before when we were friends, if I would bring up something I had an issue with, he would ignore me. Not even ignore me. He would, like, sit on FaceTime and just sit there for, like, an hour in silence, even though I was talking. Yeah. And that would enrage me, like, because I'm just trying to communicate peacefully, but if you're sitting there in silence, that's obviously going to cause more tension than it is going to help the situation. Mm-hmm. And, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think it mainly just stemmed from not wanting to have it turn into a bigger issue. So in my head at that time, which honestly, at this point, it was a while ago now. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, like just the thought of even saying anything and having the situation get worse was such a bother. So I would just avoid it. Yeah, and I don't know, I... I feel like I'm pretty vocal with the things that I have issues with just because I don't want to bottle it up and then it becomes something bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I think Sebastian definitely had to work on and I think he has improved on his communication. Yeah. I do feel like I'm better at communicating, but if I get ignored or if I'm not listened to, that's when I get really frustrated. But Anyway, that's kind of like our relationship dynamic, I guess. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, there, I was just going to say, like, obviously, no relationship is perfect. I think we have two opposite, you know, kind of conflict issues because I go quiet, but I think you become more and more frustrated and become more vocal. So it kind of becomes yeah. like a, like it get it can get bad. It can have the possibility of getting bad, but it never got there because I think we realized that hey, we should really, you know, make sure that we're communicating with each other, and that's pretty much where we're at now. Yeah, and not only that, but I do feel like since we were friends for so long, we have kind of that sense of respect. Yeah, like which is funny to say because when we were friends was actually when we argued the most and probably had little to no respect for each other. <laughs> <laughs> but now i don't know i guess that i don't know i feel 
like I'm not going to go off on you because you don't go off on me either. Yeah. So I feel like it's a middle ground. Like I've been in situations where like if somebody goes off on me, it's very hard for me to sit there and just take it and keep my cool and yep. communicate peacefully. But like it gets to a point where it's like, okay, I'm also going to go off. But with us, I feel like none of us really go off on each other. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is we definitely feel a lot of the time where we want to do something that we shouldn't. And I'm talking in terms of like, oh, I like you get me so frustrated that I want to say something I shouldn't. But since we do completely respect each other at the end of the day, we don't act on it. Like it's okay. I, yeah. I guess in my mind, it's okay to have those thoughts because it's only natural as a person reacting. But just don't act on it. And then everything kind of like you just you level yourself out and then just, you know, re find a resolution to the problem. Yeah, and so for conflict resolution to start, I guess, mm -hmm. one of the main things I think we do is communicate. <laughs> I think that's the biggest way to solve a conflict, yeah. talk about it. But I do think that, let's say it's like a very heated topic or conversation, I do feel like sometimes you have to take a step back, chill for a little bit, and yeah. then come back. But there's also like a difference because if you're going to take a step back and don't intend to come back to it until like a day later, then that's a separate issue. Yeah. Because <clears throat> for me, I can't wait a day. Like I'm pretty vocal. Like you said, like I want to talk about it and my anxiety does not allow me to wait a day. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and I have to, to be... take that into account because I'm, I'm very patient. Like, yes, I have my anxiety, but it's not nearly as bad. So I am willing to take a step back and really take that day to, analyze everything but since i take into consideration of how Catherine is and how she feels i definitely you know try to speed up that process and make it as best as possible for both of us yeah but in my head also i'm like what kind of it's not like if we have arguments they're not about something huge yeah so to me it's like why do you need a day that's kind of how i see it like why do you need a whole 24 hours to just say something like I that's what frustrates me I think I would just add context to it because it's like think about if someone's working and they've been working all day and, you know, they're not really feeling it's not a good day for them at that point in time. So if they feel really annoyed and it might not be a big deal, if you try to like find a resolution in that moment, it could really frustrate them more than what it should. But since they already had a bad day at work, it adds and piles onto that. So it's like taking a step back and really, you know holding off until the next day where people where you guys feel better about talking about it yeah i don't know because even if i've had a long day and something i would feel even worse going to bed knowing that there's an issue going on mm -hmm. i would want to because my thing is i've been like this always mm -hmm. like when there's when an issue arises i want to fix it immediately like, I kind of don't like sitting on it. It makes me really anxious. It's like, okay, is it going to get worse? Because mm -hmm. you have time to sit in your thoughts. And if you're angry, you're just going to get even more mad. So to me, it's just, I don't know. I just don't like sitting on it for too long. I just want to discuss it and get it over with. Like, even if it's not a big deal. Obviously, if, like, it's a huge deal, I feel like that's a completely different situation. But for, like, small issues, I don't think it needs to be... Personally, for me, I don't need the 24 hours. I can probably gather my thoughts within 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, but again, it goes like between both people, you know, like if I were to go to me personally, um, you know, I let the, my emotions get the best of me sometimes, you know, and 
it takes a lot to get me angry, but I do feel annoyed some days and I feel like I'll escalate something more than what it should. That's why I like to take the step back and kind of just make sure that I'm good before I even find a like resolve this conflict or whatever's going on, even if it is small. Obviously, if it's very tiny, like like for instance, um, we'll say more in person in this case. Like, why don't you take out the trash? You know, obviously, find a re resolution to that really quickly. There's nothing to get annoyed about. But if it's a little bigger and it's like something to have a conversation about, then yeah, I mean, if if it if it was overall a bad day, I will for sure take that step back and like wanna really just chill out before we resolve that. Yeah. Um, I guess that's one way to solve an issue. <laughs> but um, that's not necessarily, to me, I just feel like that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have to, and it's not like I'm going to go off. Like sometimes I just want to talk about it. Yeah. I also don't, I, I don't like being like shut down either. So let's say like you have a stressful day. And I'm trying to talk something out. And then you're like, no, I have a stressful day. And then that right there just makes me feel like it's a one-sided conversation. Um, well, no, like, well, this is what I meant, how we kind of meet in the middle. Because I don't take that full day because I know that. So yeah. I don't ignore you when you come to me with a problem. <laughs> we'll just kind of talk it out. Like, regard I make sure that I never, ever, ever escalate it to you know, more than what it needs to be. And even then, it's kind of like, even if it's a little bit of a bigger problem, we still keep it relatively the same level and then we end up figuring it out anyways. So it's not a big deal. Yeah, and um, in terms of us being like long distance, I feel like communication is the main way of conflict yeah. resolution. So I think it is a good thing. I think it's us um for preparing probably it's it's better for us when we're long distance because we are learning how to communicate you're forced to communicate at this point because that's the only thing you can do yeah but i feel like also that's the only way to solve an issue unless people ignore it but like that's not really solving that, there's anything. no yeah there's not sol no solving that issue but in terms of like communicating because you can be with someone physically and then you guys have an issue. You guys kind of talk on it, but it's very easy to solve issues in plenty of other ways. I wouldn't necessarily say solve them, but it's like an alternative that won't have a, yeah. lo a good long-term outcome, but it helps short-term. But on the phone... Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was going to say, I think I know what you mean by that. Like, there's some people that will get in an argument with, like, their girlfriend and then take them shopping to try to make up for that argument. Yeah. But obviously, we just talk about it because I think, for one, that's the best way to solve an issue. Yeah. And, like, taking the person shopping or buying them stuff, that's not, that's like, cover that's putting a Band-Aid on a bullet hole. Exactly. Because that's literally not going to solve anything. And eventually, when you have enough bullet holes, that whole thing falls apart. So, it's like... You really got to talk yeah. things out. And that's what I mean. When we're on the phone, we the only thing we can do is communicate. And if we don't, then we just hang. I was going to say in a very bad way, but like obviously you can hang up if you want to, but that's not going to solve anything. And overall, like that's just a bad relationship if you do that. So it's like. Yeah, that's very, that's kind of toxic. Mm -hmm. Like obviously we've both probably done that at one point. 
<laughs> like gotten frustrated and hung up mm -hmm. but it's never like we just don't communicate anymore like yeah. obviously like i'll text or something because i feel bad like hey i need a minute or hey i need a second or something yeah i think most of all it's just an understanding of each other and like one we respect each other but also we don't we don't take each other for granted and we understand like it only takes one bad conflict to kind of ruin what we have so we take it we make sure to take it as best as we possibly can yeah and um in terms of like actual conflict i feel like the arguments we've have had have been over like pretty little things i mm -hmm. don't I mean, I think one of the bigger things was just, like, the you moving here situation, probably, the <clears throat> visiting and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, that gets a little hard. So, that's probably one of the more, like, serious arguments we've had. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's just, I mean, it's solved now. Uh, Yeah, no. Like, obviously, with long distance, at some point, we want to be with each other physically. So, there's a whole thing of, like, how I'm going to manage to move over there at some point. And, like she said, we got it figured out now. So, yeah. Yeah. And I guess at some point, it feels like it's never going to happen <laughs> for some people. So, that's kind of how I felt. But, I don't know. I you know, everyone feels differently about that, but that was just one of our more, like, serious issues. I feel like some people, like, there's one person in the relationship that has a more optimistic outlook, and then there's the other person that has a pessimis pessimistic outlook. Because I definitely have the pessimistic outlook. Yeah, because <laughs> throughout that time, I was like, I definitely will get there, but obviously, it's hard to show if I'm not getting there faster if that makes sense so it's like okay makes sense but i feel generally for a lot of relationships if they are long distance there's always the optimistic one and the pessimistic one and they kind of just come together and eventually either obviously it ends because that never happened or it goes well because the person ended up moving there but yeah yeah and i think that's a good balance to have like one person is positive while the other one probably isn't the most positive and i i feel like that definitely helps with conflict because let's say i'm feeling like it's the end of the world sebastian's like okay it's not that serious really yeah. <laughs> and it kind of helps even us out i feel you know if two people are positive you kind of ignore a lot of stuff and just act like things are okay the entire time and if both people are negative that just becomes toxic because it's just like you're always thinking the worst about each other or th about things that are going on. So if you have someone who's pessimistic <laughs> and then someone who's optimistic, it's that counterbalance. Like we both have realistic views, whether what the, doesn't matter on which side we kind of fall into, but our realistic views also align with our pessimism or optimism. And then, like she said, if she feels like the world is ending, I'm sitting here like it's not actually that big of a deal. Like. Let's take a step back and really look at it. And then it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah, but um, that's mostly how we, like, fix our issues, I guess. But when we were friends, because we were also friends for a while, <laughs> like, long-distance friends, I guess. Yeah. 
um i feel like at that point it was harder to fix our issues because we really were in different mindsets and that's where i feel for, like for some relationships mm-hmm. it's really hard to fix issues because you guys just do not think the same and you're not at the same point in your life to be able to fix those issues yeah. correctly i agree i think um oh sorry go ahead no, go ahead I was going to say, like, at that point, him and I, I think we're completely different in the ways we were thinking. Mm-hmm. I was definitely way more negative than I am now. Um, I was depressed. I was yeah. um, just not in the best headspace. And I didn't care about, to be honest, at that point, I feel like when you are depressed and when you feel that way, you just don't care about what anyone thinks of you. And that's kind of the position I was in. So I didn't kind of like care if the issues got solved or not. Yeah. And I felt like Sebastian at that point was overly, I wouldn't say emotional, but I felt like he just took everything to heart and I couldn't Mm. have a conversation with him. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of changed because obviously I care a little bit more now. (laughs) Um, And I don't think Sebastian takes everything to heart because... I do feel like in order to avoid conflict, you have to be able to be open with each other and like be honest. Because yep. if something bugs me, I'm not going to just not say anything about it and lie about it. That's just going to cause more issues in the long run. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, obviously, there's certain levels to it. Because I think about it like this. If this issue is something that cannot affect anything in the future like l- let's say it, it it's a it's a bug like it's something that bugs me like chewing with your mouth open right like in the moment obviously it annoys me but if it's not gonna affect anything going forward then sure like obviously i could get annoyed by you and like oh my god like please like stop chewing with your mouth open but on the other hand realistically it's not a big deal like i i don't feel the need to kind of like put you down for the fact that you keep eating with your mouth open because obviously i can let you know like hey you eat with your mouth open and i would appreciate if you didn't but if you did it again like it's not going to be like oh my god can you please shut your mouth when you when you eat like i'm not i'm never going to be like that it's just like okay like it's not really not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things like there's little things for example let's talk about the little things that annoy us like Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I'm eating chips and we're on FaceTime, I know I'm chewing way too loud. And I chew with my mouth closed. I just chew really loud. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm really close to the mic or something. And I know it annoys Sebastian <laughs> because he always points it out. He's like, wow, you're chewing very loud. And it's never like an argument because yeah. that's kind of dumb too. And then with him, we'll watch a movie sometimes and he just talks over the movie. <laughs> And then it it obviously kind of like annoys me, but I just try not to say anything about it. And then once it's like I'm losing focus yeah. on the movie, then I'll be like, wait, hold on. I'm trying to watch this. Yeah. So I feel like we do approach it in like a way that's not completely rude either. Yeah. But I mean, like what are other things you would you would say? I think in a similar boat to what I do when talking over the movie is if it's a movie I may have watched before, or like even if it is new, you'll end up asking me questions about the movie, and I'm like, just hey, watch that's it. That's normal. But but she he does that too. No. He, he literally do that too. <laughs> we uh, both do that. I know, but it's like the thing is, 
you want me to spoil the movie for you well yeah of course that's crazy i love spoilers i know you're one of the few but yeah so we are probably not the 100 percent best people to be talking about serious conflict resolution <clears throat> i mean define serious because it's like because we've never had like serious issues like super serious issues where we had to like talk about cheating Stuff like that? No, just like huge like issues, like because we are not married or we don't live together, like you know what I mean. We've never had to like argue about like money, really. Well, well, <laughs> that's a whole well, other like, conversation. Like, but well, yeah, like money or like conflicts in in other like situations besides just like long distance. Things. I mean, it's long distance at the end of the day. There's realistically like the conflict that you you get in long distance is mostly just like either things that you know bug you with communication skills um overall just like the way they talk on the phone because like we mentioned before if we're long distance there's only so much you can do you know you want to be on facetime with them at all times because it's like what else can you do we can't we can't go out and go you know have fun at like uh i don't know dave and buster yeah basically or just go (laughs) eat at a restaurant whenever we want to so all we really have is like, hey, you want to watch a movie, or hey, you want to play this this game, like things yeah. like that. And it, it it can get very boring, but it's just understanding that one, it's this temporary. is temporary, exactly. Yeah. It's temporary, and two, you're uh you're still you should still be appreciative of the fact that you get to be with this person, and like you get to like even if it's FaceTiming every day and it's the same thing, you still get to be with that person. And honestly, in the mornings when I wake up. Like, I actually do miss her. Even though we talk every single day, I'm like, oh, you know, I get to be on FaceTime with her for a little bit. How sweet. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, yeah, like, it's true. Like, it does get a little, like, repetitive. Mm-hmm. But I love movies. <laughs> so I feel like that never gets boring, the movies. Yeah. Um, but I guess for me, it's like, what helps because most of our conflicts probably are the fact that we are long distance pretty much like that that is like the biggest issue but obviously that's hopefully soon gonna get fixed i think well just from the experience that we had just like when i fly over there and stay over there for like a week i guess you can say it's because i'm not there for that long but it's just like nothing nothing is there well i mean wait what do you mean nothing is there like i'm talking about the conflicts that we usually have like it's not really there oh yeah i feel like the conflicts go away but also we do have conflicts like even little ones when he's visiting like we'll like like sometimes have issues about what we want to eat or like (laughs) he doesn't like going to the movies or it's like we're trying to agree on something or sometimes we just get annoyed of each other yeah because when he's here, we're together, like, the whole day. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we just need a break. We're like, okay, we're to, we're together from, like, 8 in the morning to, like, 10 at night probably sometimes. <laughs> yep. And it's just because, like, we're, like, it's a week out of, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's only a week that we're going to be able to, like, be around each other. So we're, like, together the whole day. And, like, we'll just be chilling at my house. Or, like, we'll we'll usually go out and, like, do stuff. But then there comes a point, like... Oh it's usually, goodness. like, the middle of the week that I'm visiting that is, yeah. like, okay, well, I've seen well, you like, enough. Okay. 
Yeah, or he'll yeah. be like, hey, like, or like, there was one time I literally, he asked me to drop him off at his hotel and then I went home and we just chilled for a second away from each other just because <laughs> we needed that time and then I picked him right back up. I feel like that's perfectly normal in a relationship. It's like sometimes just having time to yourself. It has nothing, it's nothing bad. It's just like, oh, yeah, do my own thing I for do, a little bit. Yeah. I feel like that probably helps avoid issues sometimes too because I, I do think that like every human needs their alone time like do something you enjoy but i mean obviously we've found a middle ground with that yeah and um yeah but i feel like that's pretty much how we solve our issues just talk about it and i think that's it or like sometimes i also feel like a lot of the issues come from like not being too expressive or like not being able to like because if you're dating especially when you're long distance like you can't go out on dates Mm-hmm. so i feel like you feel like you kind of are just friends at some points like oh, okay we just like chill together on facetime yeah so i feel like with long distance it kind of you kind of have to be more expressive because that's pretty much all you can do you can't like take the person out on a date get them cute gifts and give them to them mm-hmm. in person you know yeah <clears throat> and i've definitely had my troubles with that i still do for sure like yeah. I, I have I do have a hard time expressing myself as much as I can. I will say if it was in person, I'm a lot better with it. But over the phone, no, I like it's it's hard for me. It's definitely Yeah, hard but for that's me. that's also something I think that's kinda cool because it's like we know each other so much from like over the phone, but then when we're in person we kind of get to see more details about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like he said like he's more expressive in person or like I feel like I'm more I don't know. I feel like I'm more jokey in person. Like I like to mess around more. Like yeah. I don't know. I feel like we get to see other sides of ourselves too, and it's not just like the boring FaceTime everyday <laughs> thing. Yeah. The the cool thing is that we end up liking more of each other because we we find those things out, but we actually do like it. That's the thing. So. Yeah. Also, I want to apologize if I'm breathing hard. I've just had a, I've just had a cough situation going on this whole this whole podcast and it just started as soon as we started filming mm-hmm. but um yeah i just feel like i'm breathing hard yeah into the mic <laughs> but um yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much it for today yeah sorry we don't attack each other on our resolution <laughs> issues we don't make anything yeah. spicy yeah, we're not we're not toxic. I think we've both been through that toxic phase with separate people, and we decided that's not that's not in the books for us. It's not fun. It's just a time waster. I don't know. Honestly, some people think being toxic is fun. I I like, I'm not even gonna get into that because a whole other conversation. <laughs> all, all I will say. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, guys. That was me. I've been going on mute the whole time. I was coughing. Yeah, I, I, I was just it. gonna say like that's just a whole other conversation that I was about to get into. But it's like all I will say about that is it tends to fall back on, like, family issues and, like, the way they grew up. That's all I'll say on that. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes. Or sometimes the toxicity comes from jealousy. That, too. Like, um, for example, like, some people, like, sometimes I'll go out and I get compliments from people. I was in a situation before where literally the person would get bothered by that. <laughs> and I would get compliments. Yeah, literally, I would get compliments from girls, not from men, from girls. 
And um, it was like an issue. I was like, how is that an issue? Like, I don't, I don't know. And then yeah. with Sebastian, we've been out together. And um, I've gotten compliments. And how do you feel about it? Why do I care? I mean, it's like, it's cool because it's like, oh, yeah, it's my girlfriend. But at the same time, I'm not sitting here dwelling on it. I'm not like sad or anything or I'm not jealous at the fact that my own girlfriend is getting compliments. I'm like, go ahead, <laughs> please. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm like, wouldn't you be honored? <laughs> like, like, wouldn't you be like, oh yeah, like I'm dating that person instead of getting bothered. Yeah, but there's, I do feel that like the toxic part of like, which is so normalized now, by the way. Like, I've been in that relationship where you want to absolutely stalk their following list, and stalk their Instagram, and just you don't trust them, you know, have their location. That's like so toxic. I don't want that. I really don't want that. The thing is, we we have our locations, but main reason being, I forget. I literally have not checked her location since we've like activated again, and there are times where I've thought about it only because I'm like, I worry because I worry more than anything. I don't think she's like I don't ever think that Catherine's doing anything. I more so think like, is she okay? So I just make sure. Yeah, that's really more like. Because there's sometimes we don't like text for hours and that's normal, but then there's times I guess where it's abnormally long. Mm-hmm. So I guess like that's we'll that's when we'll check it. And I have like a friend in California who she also has my location, and she t- she's told me like if there's ever an emergency, just like text me something and I have your location and I can tell the cops. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like separate people have my location, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I do feel like we're not toxic. <laughs> So we don't have that sense of like arguing over getting jealous over things. Mm-mm. We don't, I don't know. We don't like stalk each other's Instagram. Like I don't, I promise you, I don't even know when he gains a follower. He does. I don't think he knows when I gain a follower. I don't like, even know like, when I gain a follower. I don't even use social media like that. Yeah. And when we get like DMs of like people hitting on us, like I feel like we immediately tell each other. I'll, like, send him screenshots if it's, like, a funny interaction or something. Like, it's not something that we hide from each other because we don't have intentions of, like, cheating. So we always tell each other everything, and that's kind of what I like. And honestly, my mom and dad growing up were always super honest with each other, and I always admired that. And I always said, like, I want someone like that. Like, I don't want to date or marry a liar because, oh, my goodness, (laughs) I can only imagine how bad that is yeah i mean like the thing is these thoughts that i had about what i want in a relationship didn't start flowing until Catherine and i started talking again because it wasn't a thought of mine that's like what do i actually want in a relationship you know it really just came in more recent than anything else of like this is actually what i want and it's kind of funny though, because I'm like, if this is what I want, I don't want anything else. Like that, that's just how I am. Like once I'm set on it, that's it. So yeah, and another thing that I forgot to bring up, but he told me this the other day, and I thought it was so funny about like conflicts and stuff. Like I guess well, you need to know when to approach the person. <laughs> so Sebastian was telling me he's like oh yeah I definitely know like your different moods and when I can like approach you with certain things and I'm like what so like explain well the thing is like 
I'm not even trying to throw Catherine under the bus or anything like that, but like she is a little more on the emotional side. So I know between the times where she's not feeling the best and I can tell where she'll react worse. And then I can tell when like everything's like in the middle where she's, you know, relatively chilled out so I can approach things. And then there's other times where she's completely happy. And it's in those middle times where I'll approach things most of the time because if she's like really down and she's not feeling the best, if I approach it, it's going to have a negative reaction and it might cause a problem. But if she's too happy about something and I don't see, I'm not saying that as a bad thing, but if she's really happy about something and I have something to talk about. I'm not going to talk about it mainly because I know how happy she is. And I'm going to let that like right out up until everything's chilled out again. And then when we reach that middle ground where like she's chilled out, then I'll approach it and be like, and then we have a really good conversation about it. Yeah. And with Sebastian, um, I kind of just tell him things whenever I feel like it. Like, I don't feel like there's really, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty open all the time. I don't, I don't know if there's ever a time I don't approach it. I think just when you're busy or something, obviously I'm not going to sit there and like tell you things when you're busy. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. There is a time when he's more irritable and that's when he's like on his computer doing something or folk, like whenever he's focused on doing something. <laughs> yeah. It's so, I hate when someone is. breaks my focus. I hate it. I can't take yeah. it. Yeah. And guess who's the best person at breaking his focus? <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> so like, I don't know. It's cause it's hard to know also what, like what he's doing at all times. Cause obviously we're not in person. Yeah. I feel so, like, like sometimes I'll, oh, sorry, I'll call ahead. him and I don't, I was gonna say sometimes I'll call him unknowingly and then he's like oh i'm kind of doing something yeah no uh i definitely think that will be an easier thing to handle when we're actually physically with each other but as of now yeah i mean that's why i understand even when she breaks my focus yes it bothers me but i won't go like deep into it because it's just like i understand so i had to learn that on along the way while we're together uh, it's not something that I was the best at, especially in the beginning, because I'd be a little rude about it. But I've def definitely, like, she called me. She doesn't know when I'm actually focused on something. Fine. Like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so that's pretty much it for today's episode. Like, I, I hope you guys enjoyed. We'll definitely have something more interesting next week. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, anything you want to say to close this off? Yeah, just... The biggest and most important thing in a relationship, talk. Say words. Yeah. Say things with your chest. Figure stuff out. Yeah, just don't, just careful with the words you use. No, just careful with the way you approach things, I guess. And I think everything's fine. It's I'm just like, understanding the person you're approaching. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and then if you're also really not that into them, you, should, you shouldn't be dating them. Because then you're just not going to solve any of your issues. True. So yeah yeah that's pretty much it get some advice from the cats and the sebs there you go you know you know what i mean jellybean i know exactly what you mean <laughs> all righty oh, this this podcast episode was slightly hard for me because my asthma's coming back i know so i'm like tr <laughs> trying if you guys can hear me breathing super hard like i'm trying to catch my breath in between words Mm -hmm. And, like, just talk without, like, going lightheaded. So we're going to have to maybe cut this one a little shorter than usual. Which is fine. <laughs> but, yeah.
Yeah. Hope you guys enjoy this episode of the Distant Discussions podcast. And we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.